And let's go. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is Franco. And for today, we are going to discuss mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts, popularly known as MMA, is one of the faster growing sports in in any sporting industry. Uh, you've uh, you've probably watched a few fights or a few MMA bouts on the UFC, in the URCC, Bellator. Uh, there's one championship. There's IFL. Uh, a lot of um, uh, fight promotions that are springing up. Now, here in the Philippines, we also have a ton of uh, professional and local promotions. So, in case I miss out on a few events or, or a few promotions, just uh, just buzz me up. Just let me know. Uh, but as far as I know, there's Ultimate Knockout Challenge. There's Fight Night Manila. Of course, there's your... Academy Fighting Championships, there's Forza, there's Eastern Fighting Championships. I hope I don't mess up the name. That's the that's a new fight promotion that um holds uh shows in Marikina. And then um what else? There's Ultimate Knockout Challenge by the Elordes. And then um I don't know. Have I forgotten anything? Okay. So comment section. Let me know. So that I will be educated and informed. Now, this topic came about because a lot of people have been asking me this question. Uh, there are up-and-coming fighters that want to try out MMA. And then they ask me, how how do I train fighters? How do I train people? And then um, my friends who are journalists and, uh, and they, they operate in the combat sports realm. They always ask me, what are the necessary tools or what are the skill sets that a fighter really needs to have in order to be successful in MMA. So uh, here's my take. And um, these are my opinions. I, uh, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. If I'm right, then I'm right. So if you don't like what I'm saying, fuck off. <laughs> so MMA is a... Vi- so let's start. Uh, MMA is a dynamic sport to be in. Right? It's, these, are, these are several martial arts rolled into one you are doing your best to chain all the movements together. So um, from from a coach's standpoint, from, from an instructor's standpoint, I'm not really a fan of MMA being sold as a program. Because if you train in MMA, it's going to be half, bu- half striking, half grappling. So if you're training in MMA, you get half the benefits of striking, you get half the benefits of grappling, You'll become a half big fighter, plain and simple. Um, when, when someone decides to, to train or be in MMA, that person should have done some traditional martial arts before. The, the that individual should have come from a striking background or a grappling background. They decide to go MMA. It's just about adding skill sets, because when when you say mixed martial arts, these are like two or three. Um, martial arts rolled into one executed in a chained motion or in a chained fashion um, hindi siya hindi siya madaling gawin okay, so for for everyone who thinks that MMA is easy I'm telling you right now it's not easy to do it's not easy to teach there are there are only a few people uh, like in the world more so in this country that are qualified well, at least in my opinion, are qualified to to teach MMA. Um, now, for for those who want to try it out, 
for upcoming fighters, for coaches that that want to uh, build a pool of fighters that they will um, promote, uh, they will they will mentor or they will develop. Uh, these are like my top three skill sets that you have to learn, you have to teach, you have to develop in order to become a full MMA fighter. So before we begin, let's break down MMA into two big categories. So you have your striking, you have your grappling. Okay, so for your striking, you have your boxing, your Mai Tai, your kickboxing, your Sanda, your Wushu, your Taekwondo, your Karate. Okay, um, if there are other striking arts that I don't know, please let me know. Put them in the comment section. Message me or send me a link. I'll go check them out so that, you know, I, 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 like, um, I like learning new things. Now, when you go to your grappling, you have your judo, you have your wrestling, you have your jiu-jitsu. You have your sambo. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, I think we can put a little bit of pancreation there. So, I mean, these are your submission grappling uh, components. So, now, these are your two major categories of MMA. You subdivide MMA into, two, do, into these two categories. You have to learn both. You have to be proficient at both. In 21st century landscape, Hindi pweding striker kalang. Hindi pweding grappler kalang. If you're a one dimensional fighter, you will not be successful. Okay? Not unless you're you're a specialist. Like like right now, we have Damian Maya. Damian Maya is a high level jujitsu guy. He wins majority of his fights um with submissions. And uh recently he just um defeated Ben Askren, who's also a specialist in wrestling and we all know how that turned out. If you watch the fight, Damian Maya looked like a striker in front of Ben Askren. Ben Askren couldn't strike for shit. And uh, he ended up submitting Ben Askren and winning that fight. Now, going back, being a one-dimensional fighter will not make you successful. It will probably win you some fights, but it will not make you a successful fighter, more so a champion. Okay? So, you need the striking component because you have to work with your hands and your feet. In as much as 80-90% of fights end on the cage, on the ropes, they end on the ground, 100% of fights start standing up. If you don't know how to punch, if you don't know how to kick, you will die. Now, when the fight does end up in the ground, your grappling component of training, right, the, the whole aspect of ground fighting will take care of itself. It will help you fight off your back. It will fight you. It will help you fight being on top. Uh, all your submission holds, all your ground and pound, all the necessarily all the necessary controls that you need in order to win on the ground. So, that being said, these are like my top three skill sets that will help you develop as a MMA fighter. So this will work either for a beginner, an intermediate, or an advanced. I don't even know if there's an advanced level of MMA fighter. So anyway. I'm thinking out of my ass sometimes. So so think of it as like your MMA hack training. So number one, you have to learn boxing. Right? Learn boxing. Why? Because boxing will teach you hand-foot-eye coordination. And as much as there are a lot of people who will have a differing opinion, for me, the sweet science kasi will teach you how to fight on your feet. Right? You don't really fight with your hands. You fight with your feet. 
Okay, I will repeat that. You don't really fight with your hands. You fight with your feet. Because your foot placement will determine where your body is. Your, your body positioning will determine the angles of the striking angles that will, that will be presented to you. And the striking angles that you have will determine kung yung suntok mo papasok o hindi. Okay? So, every time that you start, okay, every fight that starts standing, okay, the success rate of strikers will, the, 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 the rate of success will always be determined on what type of angles you're gonna play on, how are you going to cut the cage, how are you going to cut your opponent's angles, where will you be in order to land your strikes, and the angles that you work on will determine if your strikes will land or not. Okay, the best example for this is Lomachenko. Okay, uh, Vasily Lomachenko started, you know, his his amateur career, and then now he's making waves in the in the pro boxing scene. If you watch him fight, it's probably the most beautiful display of boxing I've seen. Okay, of course, there are others who are better, but right here, right now, in this landscape, Lomachenko. You know, he fights with his feet, he moves around. He punches in angles, and then everything is well calculated. Okay, that's the that's probably the best example I have in terms of fighting on your feet. Next, wrestling. Okay, now um, I was checking on Google, like they define wrestling as a combat sport involving grappling type techniques such as clinch fighting, throws and takedowns, joint locks, pins, and other grappling holds. The sport can either be theatrical for entertainment or genuinely competitive. So, in terms of wrestling, we are talking about amateur wrestling. Eh? Uh, it's either Greco-Roman or freestyle. Now, why wrestling? Uh, the hierarchy is boxing for your striking. Now, when it comes to close contact fighting, definitely wrestling is there. Because wrestling involves a lot of clinching. Um wrestling will will teach you how to maneuver your body it will teach you how to maneuver your body against your opponent's body together with the cage or any surface that you're fighting in wrestling will all use, will also teach you how to pace properly it will develop your scrambles um it's it's a fast paced um it's like jujitsu times three like in terms of speed because of the scramble situations and then wrestling will teach you a very good base it will teach you um it's a lot of it is muscle endurance it will teach you all the overhooks and the underhooks everything that you need to do and to learn while being in the clinch in order to control your opponents and at the same time provide enough pressure standing up so that you tire out your opponents so there are there are like a wide range of styles with varying rules. Okay? So um when it comes to wrestling the man, um freestyle wrestling will definitely teach you how to take down your opponents. Okay, this is where your single legs, your double legs, uh a few hip throws, and then um there's your Greco Roman wrestling, which is uh controlling. Uh Greco Roman man. Uh it's controlling the top half or the upper body section of your opponent's uh, structure. So, very mixed opinions about wrestling in terms of uh, MMA success. A lot of people 
uh, lean towards Greco-Roman wrestling. So, me, I agree with them because you do get into a lot of clinching situations when you're in MMA, especially if you fight in a cage. And then, of course, there's the upper body control. Uh, This is where you get to position your body. This is where you get to position uh, proper angles so that you can infight or you can dirty box. And then your freestyle part naman, it will come into play if you are going to take the person down. So this is where your uh, your your Ben Askrens, your Khabib Nurmagomedov, uh, Tyron Woodley, um, Darren Till, if you if you see them fight, uh, they all go for Kevin Gastelum. Kevin Gastelum loves double legs. Uh, who else? Woodley always... Uh, capitalizes on the clinch if you get into a clinch with Tyron Woodley because Tyron Woodley naman kasi is a very power puncher um, Kamaro Usman thrives in the scrambles he will always get close to you go for underhooks pin your body against the cage tire you out uh, who are other really good wrestlers well John Jones uh, has a very good control of, of the cage because of his wrestling and then you have uh, Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier has a lot of highlight reel single leg takedowns. Like he will hoist them up in the air and throw them upside down. And then, um, uh, so that's about it. Uh, the list goes on. And then, so you have boxing, you have wrestling. And the third one is jujitsu. The, the birth of MMA, the evolution of martial arts into MMA came about because of jujitsu. So. You go back to UFC 1, 2, 3. There's uh, Hoist Gracie beating like fighters from different martial arts who are like double or triple his body weight. So I couldn't emphasize enough on learning jiu-jitsu if you are going to fight in MMA because this is where you will be able to... Everything that you learn in wrestling, all the scrambles, all, all the situational stuff that will be present during a wrestling scramble in MMA you will be able to finish with jiu-jitsu so if you end up in the scramble you get the person's back you go to a scramble you get to someone's side mount like scramble kayo you end up in mount how to finish those positions will either be by strikes or through submissions by jiu-jitsu okay or jiu-jitsu submissions maraming fighters ngayon kasi they don't really have a solid foundation of jiu-jitsu. Mainly because they don't take the time to learn it properly. Now, another aspect of that is proper instruction. Akala nila, if you just watch a YouTube clip, if they see it on TV, if they see someone else do it, they think that they could mimic the moves and then they think they'll be successful. Uh, that is a very wrong mindset to be in. Um, so, for future MMA fighters, learning jiu-jitsu is a process. You have to be patient. You have to admit that you don't know anything. And you have to admit to yourself that it will take some time to learn jiu-jitsu. So, I, I've refereed so many MMA fights. I've, I've, I've judged a lot of MMA events and and dami ko nakitang, like, I've seen so many scrambles wherein he could have, a fighter could have finished the fight had he known how to control the opponent, had he known how to finish a submission. 
Okay. So, eto. Like, let's see what Wikipedia or Google has to say about Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a martial art and combat sports system that focuses on grappling with particular emphasis on ground fighting. Uh, not really much of a definition. Now, the way I see it, Jiu-Jitsu is learning leverage. And then when you learn leverage, you convert it into... Um, you convert it into either a pin or a, mani- or a manipulative position wherein you could finish off by a submission. So uh, let's put that into context. So when you learn jujitsu, you learn the concept of leverage. When you learn the concept of leverage and you use it against an untrained opponent or someone that you are more... Uh, how do I put this? You are more proficient at the rate of conversion of your success is much, much higher than your opponent. Okay? So, when you learn jiu-jitsu, you learn leverage, then you convert that leverage into a submission. The idea of learning jiu-jitsu is to be able to get a fight into the ground and then to be able to control your opponents on the ground. This is something that I don't see MMA fighters are doing right now. Once they get to the ground, nagmamadali silang lahat. They're all in a rush. They're all hurrying to go for that sub. What happens is they're missing that crucial step. When you get someone to the ground, you have to pin them down first. When your opponents are pinned down, you have absolute control. You can take your time to finish a submission. Okay? So, high-level jiu-jitsu guys who compete in MMA, you see them. You watch them. They're very methodical. They're very patient because they're confident. Okay? What, what most MMA fighters now lack is patience. They think na, they think that time's running out, they have to hurry, they have to rush. Always remember, when you're rushing things, you will end up compensating. When you end up compensating, you will miss a few steps. When you miss a few steps, you will not succeed. So yung mga nagmamadali during scrambles, biglang lulundag sa likod, they didn't put their hooks in, hindi sila naka-seatbelt, or they get someone, they, they take someone down, and then they they scramble right away they don't go for a cross face they don't they don't put downward pressure they don't control the hips they don't control the legs they end up losing the position simply because nagmadali sila so i hope coaches or fighters who are going to listen to this will take into consideration that there's a process there's a process you have to undergo and you have to be patient with it you have to be able to understand you, the various positions that you will be in in an MMA fight so that you have a better absorption of the things that you have to do. Kasi, sayang eh, na-takedown mo na. Diba? Nasa ilalim ka na. Nasa ibabaw ka. Diba? Nasa ila, na, nasa, you're able to take your opponents down. Nasa ibabaw ka na. Tapos, wala. You won't be able to convert. Why? Because you're, you're getting tired just squeezing the guy on the ground when you should be holding... You should be pinning. You should be using your body as leverage to put downward pressure to pin him. So, pag napin mo na siya, let your opponents carry your weight, and then you get downward strikes. Now, um, I don't know. There's probably a better way of uh, explaining this. We'll get to that later on. Pero, uh, what these three skill sets, okay? These three skill sets are going to tell you is 
these are the foundational moves these are the foundational concepts that you have to learn in order to be successful or at least call yourself an MMA fighter hindi pwedeng lumalaban po akong MMA anong ginagawa mo nagbaboxing lang eh paano pag tinakedown ka ay hindi tatayo lang po ako or ano ba yung mga naririnig ko dati ah ano nag 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 mumuhay ako dati sabi ko okay very good sige pagka nagtraining lumaban ka na ganito paano pag nakalaban mo wrestler ay hindi kakontrahin ko na lang po diba that's that, for me people have to do away with that dapat you learn how to strike someone takes you down you know how to sprawl you're you're a striker someone decides to go for a clinch dapat hindi mo sasabing iiwasan ko na lang or hindi na lang ako pupunta doon hindi eh hindi mo alam kung gaano kagaling yung kalaban mo eh hindi mo rin alam kung ano yung skill set niya eh hindi mo rin naman alam kung ano yung yung hindi mo rin alam kung yung pang-counter mo eh effective malalaman mo na lang pag nakalaban ka na so i i hope there there's like there there's there's i'm making sense here and um so let's let's stop it at that muna so again basic three skill sets so you have your boxing you have your wrestling you have your jiu-jitsu now the kickboxing the muay thai the, the other kinds of martial arts of course these are interchangeable bahala na kayo what, what you want but for me successful mma fighters they learn how to strike with their hands they learn how to fight with their feet so that's boxing they know how to fight within the clinch so how do you get into a more advantageous position in the clinch you learn wrestling and then when the fight goes to the ground how to pin how to control and then how to isolate and manipulate the body is your jiu-jitsu so uh that's it for now we'll go to another topic later on let me know what you think and i hope you know something like this provides value to whoever is listening and um We'll look for another topic to discuss. Uh, we'll probably discuss a few fights. I'll probably have one of my friends and have a conversation with them. But for now, that's what Coach Franco says. Bye-bye.